Top of the show, my name's Joe Batanz, and I host a little show called The Tea. And per the usual, it's always the men first where I come from. Let's give it up for the one, the only, the goddess of glitz, glamour, goth, gossip, and gherkin herself, Ms. Lori Rockenkamp. Hello, Lori. Hello. I see what you did there. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Just, uh, you know, hanging and banging, as you do. <laughs> so... What you're hanging and banging, I'm dying to find out. I'm sure you'll tell us on today's episode. And speaking of, uh, put a pin in it, it's the one, the only, the master thespian. Lori, calm down. I said thespian. Mr. J. Ellis. Hi, Georgia. (laughs) Jay, hello. How are you? Fresh off an audition where we found out he was pinned. I got, I got pinned. We got to put a pin in that. He got yeah, pinned. Good. How about, how about you guys? How you doing? Uh, I'm doing very well. Lori, how are you? Oh, we discussed that. I am uh, doing a, a pretty good. I think we're going to talk about it today. Uh, uh, Joe, Joe got pegged for a commercial. So. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I got, I got palsy as we're going to talk about. Uh, and Lori, have you been on Instagram today? Not a lot. No. Oh, what happened? Well, uh, I'm going to tell the whole story here. Uh, well, uh, the headline is, I uh, officially have Bell's palsy. In Wait. fact, what? Like, officially, officially, like a doctor told I you? I went to the emergency room and I have Bell's palsy. In fact, I just noticed right now when I was trying to say, like, pin and stuff like that, it was actually hard for me to say it. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. what is Bell's palsy? Good question. Yeah, it is a temporary condition uh, where uh, your one side of your face, in my case, it's the right side of my face, has paralysis or weak. It's weak, actually. Oh, and, okay. and like, so for instance, I can't look. I'm gonna, like, you know, right here. I'm gonna close one eye right here. I'm close. I'm having my hand over my right eye. See how I close my eye? Yeah. And I'm closing my left eye. Now look at me on my left hand. I'm trying to close my eye and I can't. Oh, and actually, like I'm gonna do a big when I do a when I do a regular smile, you can't really tell, like you know. But if I do a big smile, look at this. Watch. Oh yeah, yeah. So and there's if you look closely, there's a little droop to the head of my face. I don't have it too badly. Well, the good news for you is that you're so fat that it's hard to tell which side of your face is, is the frozen. <laughs> well, it looks like right now when I'm laughing, it probably looks like I'm just like laughing out of one side of my mouth. It's very Harvey Dent. Yeah, uh, it is very hard. Yeah, that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. I mean, how how are you doing? Are you? Is everything? I mean, well, I'm going to tell the whole story here. I'm going to tell the whole story here. Well, I will say really quickly. Jay called very concerned friend. I called all my real friends yesterday. Good, good. And I told them. No, Jay. How did I didn't get a phone call? No, 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 no. I was legitimately saving for the tea, but then Jay, I told you right. Why did I tell you? Yeah, I, I asked about timing for today, and you go, uh, I think like 4 p.m. By the way, I just got back from the ER, and I have Bell's palsy. And I was like, what? what? 
Like, and then I wrote back, cool, four o'clock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, but what's funny no. is he called me, and I'll explain all this too. He called me, and my blood sugar was through the motherfucking roof, and I've had it under control, and I, like to the point where I was getting really concerned why it was so high. Oh. And I literally get that number as I'm on the phone with him, and I just go into crazy like anxiety, and so like I don't even listen to what he's saying, and I don't, but I can't even talk. So I say I'll call you later, but I will explain what happened with that. That gets solved as well. Um, so what happened was, you know, I, I, you know, the the funny thing is they don't really, no one understands the cause of Bell's palsy. Uh, it could be from stress. Some people think it could be from a virus. Uh, if you're diabetic like I am, they, they, they're, they're a study that showed their diabetics are more susceptible to it than other people. Uh, it can come at any age to any gender. It's, uh, it, uh, it's, it's, it's a mysterious illness. A fairly, I wouldn't say fairly common, but not irregular. And, uh, what happened was, what's funny is ever since being diagnosed, I've learned more about it and I got to see, oh, that all makes sense. But one of the first things I noticed, and I think I shared this with some people in my life, I don't remember who, but I would say, like, you know, oh, like, on Saturday I noticed that, like, things were tasting funny. So, uh, like, not, I could still taste, but they just tasted weird. I don't, I really, I still have the symptom a little bit, and I still can't describe it in words. They don't taste bad, they don't taste, uh, you know what, sweeter things tasted sweeter. But um, but other than that, like, doesn't it just tastes different? Tastes weird. And okay. so I thought I had just burned my tongue. That's kind of what it felt like. I kind of felt like I had burned my tongue. And uh, so I was like, whatever. And then Sunday, uh, I normal day, and uh, I and then in the in like midday, I t- I did a, pr- a particularly hard workout in my Ring Fit Adventure. And um. Afterwards, I was hanging out. I had lunch. And then I just started to notice that, like, my, I, I really don't know how to describe it, but my face, my, the right side of my face felt weak. Like, things I could okay. do on my left side, just, I wasn't able to do, and it, it hadn't really kicked in by that point. I just felt weaker. I could feel it. It's not it. numb. Like, if it's you not touch numb. your cheek. Yeah. Okay. I, I can right. feel touching my cheek. It just feels weak. Even right now, mm-hmm. I can tell right now it feels weak, and um, so I went downstairs. And I told my parents I was a little worried, and I said, "How do I?" Because I thought stroke, you know, a lot of the oh, symptoms are yeah. similar to stroke. And I go, and they, so they had me do the test, you know, raise your arms, and they said I didn't look any different. Which even now, I think the symptoms are worse now. Do I really look much different than I did before? So Sunday, uh, they said you look fine, and 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 so then. Like, I think you're just anxious and you're reading into things. And then later on, so I took a Xanax and I was calmed down. Then I tried to whistle and I couldn't whistle. Mm. You know? And, but I was like, oh. But my parents were like, it's the anxiety because now you're imagining you can't whistle and whatever. So I went to sleep. I went to sleep fine. And I woke up in the morning. Aiden called me fairly early in the morning because he had to work early. So we were talking. But while he was talking, I started to notice that things felt a lot weirder and weaker. And I started to really freak out. So I tell him, listen, it's my anxiety. And what's funny is, is I'll tell you this, um, now that I have the diagnosis, I still say this, like, I am actually so much more relieved that I have Bell's palsy, because I know what it is, 
But at the moment, I was actually really anxious about my anxiety because I was like, is my hypochondria now to a new level where I'm going to live with this for the rest of my life? I have to up my medication because I'm going to constantly think I have facial paralysis. So yeah. I was like, I'm just going to keep myself busy. And so I just, I'll just do my morning things right now. So I checked my blood. It was fine. And I was like, I'm going to brush my teeth. So I went to go brush my teeth. And I took the cup, put the water in, and was swishing it around. And this was actually the scariest thing. It was so scary. I start swishing it around, and the water shot out. Just, I couldn't really? hold it in my mouth. I can actually do it right now. My oh, you don't have to. No, I will. <laughs> do it. Because no, it's like but the- here's, here's what you do. You put get a dildo. Mm-hmm. Put it in the water in the dildo, yeah. and then suck on it, and then let's see well, how that works. I'll be honest with you. When the, when the theme music was playing, I could tell it was starting to happen. Uh-huh. I'm doing ASMR water. I could tell it was starting to happen. So Jay may, I think Jay saw that. I put my finger in my mouth, and I put my finger in my mouth so that the water wouldn't shoot out. But I'll do it right here. Watch. I'm just going to swish water around. I don't have any control. Yeah. Whoa. It's like the Bellagio um, mm-hmm. fountain show. But that, but before, that before I knew what happened, before I knew it was Bell's palsy, you could imagine being freaked the fuck out when that happened. Oh yeah, you know. I I would say this. I would immediately go to stroke too. Yeah, yeah. So I, like I go. I a stroke. Yeah. So my parents are awake, but they're just reading in bed. I say I I need to go to the emergency room, and they get naturally upset. And I go, they go, why? And I say, I, I, I didn't want to scare them. So I didn't tell them about the water. I just said, I said, I think it's anxiety. I just want to go get checked out for the anxiety. So I, I didn't want them to drive me because I, I, first of all, I knew they would make me more nervous in the way. And two, right now, because of COVID, they can't even be in the waiting room. They would have to literally yeah. just go drop me off and go home. So, Are they vaccinated? Yeah, they're vaccinated. But they, the, the hospital oh, still okay. won't let them in. Yeah, they got, oh, their, okay. they got their second shot last week. So, um, so I drive myself, what's really weird is then I later learned because of Bell's palsy, it's because I actually had a, 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 a case of it today. My eyes felt really heavy, but I wasn't tired. Almost like you're ready. You want to go to sleep. Yeah. You know, like when your eyes get, when you want to go to sleep, it's because my eyes were drying out because my right eye wasn't fucking closing. And I don't know how I figured this out while I was driving, but I was playing with myself in the rear view, not playing with myself. I was playing with my mm-hmm. face in the rear view mirror. And my, mm-hmm. I, that's when I realized my right eye isn't fucking closing. So I drive to the yeah. ER, walk up. They have a person there at the front, a triage nurse. And he says, what can I do for you? And I tell him the symptoms. He goes, have you ever been diagnosed with Bell's palsy? And I go, uh, no. And he goes, sounds like Bell's palsy. They take my uh, vitals. This is a security guard? No, no, it's a triage nurse. <laughs> yeah, like, no, oh, it's good. So Actually, the- that guy's been dead for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> So, so uh, at the at the ER, they have instead of because they, they don't want people in the waiting room outside, they have a triage station right outside. Everything's right. outside. Okay. And so they take me in, and they uh, he he walks me right to a, a, a bed, right to a bed, walks me right to a bed, puts me in there, and a nurse comes in. Actually, this male nurse I had two nurses, a male nurse and a female nurse. The male, both of them were great, but the male nurse was like, I think it's Bell's palsy. He he did a, some basic tests too. He's like, we've seen this a million times, but he's like, he had me do all the stroke tests. And, and then a doctor p- poked his head in and he said, Hey, I'm the doctor, you know, the triage doctor. I just, I, I want to make, I want to rule out a stroke. So do the, did the same test. But the one, so he came back a few minutes later and he said, Yeah, it's Bell's palsy. I'll tell you how I know it's Bell's palsy. 
And this is very interesting. I think everyone should know this. He said, because you can't close your eye. So people with strokes maintain control of their upper facial muscles. Oh. So the fact like that eyebrows. Yeah, 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 eye. yeah. Because okay. this is a different set of muscles. It's not really connected to, I mean, it's connected to the brain. The brain tells it, but the stroke affects the, 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 the rest of your body. He's the fact that you can mm-hmm. raise your arms. You don't feel weakness. You can talk. Your speech isn't slurred. Like, uh, uh, but you can't close your eye. And there's the rate that belt. That's classic Bell's palsy. So, um, they wrote me a prescription. Uh, well, they wrote me a prescription. The P's are hard for me. They wrote me a prescription and, um, I was on my way. So in terms of how I feel, cause a lot of people have uh, been calling me, you know, appropriately. So, and texting me, I feel normal. I feel fine. You know, I feel a hundred percent. In fact, I've, I've, I've had more energy today than I've had in a long time. And, um, but it's just, I just look, it's almost like, ever been getting over a cold and you sound like shit, but you feel fine? It's kind of like that. I feel completely fine. I just. That's my permanent voice. I will (laughs) say this though. I will say this. If you follow me on Instagram, because I have, so here's the thing is this doctor was like, Bell's palsy, get out. No, he was very, very nice. It's one of these things. I don't know if this happened to you when you go to the doctor or the ER. He was very nice, was willing to answer any questions I had, but at that moment, I'm processing what I've been diagnosed with, and I didn't really have the questions then, and then he was on his way, and I was out the door. And so I have a lot more questions now, you know, and I don't have an appointment with my doctor until next Tuesday. So I have a friend, get this, I have a friend who's an ER doctor, right? But I don't want to bother him. Hmm? Yeah. I said hot. And by the way, he's hot, too. Oh, yeah. What a dream. What yeah. a dream. So he's a hot ER doctor. I don't mm-hmm. want to bother him. Okay. So, but I know he's a big busybody. So I put on Instagram. <laughs> so this wasn't for the likes or anything like that. I put the Bell's palsy thing on Instagram because I know when he sees it, he is 100% going to call me and be like, oh my God, I just saw you have Bell's palsy. Are you okay? And I'll be able to go, oh, yeah, oh, I have all these questions. And I that I didn't call him. He called me. Uh-huh. So that's the reason I put it on Instagram. I was using social media for my own purposes. What did you put on? Oh, I didn't look. What did you put on Instagram? Well, because I did. So the one thing. So on Instagram, I did make it seem like I have to wear it all the time. But because my eye doesn't. Like, I can blink. But there a lot of people with Bell's palsy at night, their eye will stay open and it dries out. Right. Yeah. So I have to wear an eye patch, which I will put on right now. I'll, I'll keep it on for the show. Oh, thank God. Oh. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. It actually makes you look, I would say, hotter. Because someone, I think, said that on Instagram. And you know what's so funny is, and I wrote this on Instagram, you know, because this is a temporary condition and will clear up and anywhere between two to six, maybe even sometimes longer, but it'll, in a matter of time, it will clear up. I'm like, it's the only time, well, I hope the only time in my life where I can legit wear an eye patch. Yeah. You know? So. How do you explain that pig, that wooden leg that you have on too? What's that? Diabetes again. I lost circulation. So they cut off my leg. (laughs) They just knocked out two birds with one stone. Well, speaking of birds, I I can't explain the parrot. I don't know why I have that. (laughs) Hey, stop calling me that. Um, 
I have a question. Yes, now sir. it's your it's just your face, right? It's, it's just my just face, your, yeah. Okay. It's not like your whole right side of your body. No, 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 but it's just my face. Um uh, you know what I will say? So here it's so funny because my friend Adam Vaught, who was concerned this morning, wrote to me and said, How do you feel? And I said, like I said, I go, I feel fine except for even though I don't have a headache right now. I said, except for the near constant mild headache, except for the fact that I can't open my mouth to eat all the time. Like, I literally, so, um, to eat because I can't open my mouth all the way to put food in. So I have to sometimes lo- literally lower, like, like, when I open my mouth to eat, sometimes I have to go like this to put the food in. And the other, even more consistently, this is... It's funny because, you know, Astute Girl, Afterthought Astute Girl has had Bell's Palsy three times. She has oh. been my – I thank God for Astute Girl. She has been my anchor through all this. She's been amazing. But one of the things she said she had to do too is – and it's so weird. You guys, we all take for granted how much our facial muscles do things that we don't even think about. So, you know, when we're eating, our facial muscles just instinctively move things around. And so what happens is I'm able to chew because that seems to be a different part of the muscular structure. So I can chew fine. I have to get that food in and then everything's fine. But what happens is, and this this has been affected, is you can chew, but the mouth doesn't naturally move that food to the middle all the, or very effectively to swallow. So I'm having, I try to chew as much as possible on my left side, but... I'm having to, and it's kind of gross. I make sure to wash my hands first. I would say occasionally stick my finger in my mouth and move that food out of there because it's literally stuck really? between my cheek. My my, it's just staying there. Does it? Because I can't. The muscles I have in my mouth. You should pay attention to it next time you eat. The muscles I have in my mouth can't move the food out of that pocket. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So like, um, it's too weak to do that. So, Will it be progressively getting better, or is it just like all of a sudden it's back to normal? See, this is where Astute Girl has been such a lifesaver. According to her, it is gradual, but happens over a very short amount of time. So it, 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 in her experience, I should say, because she's not a doctor, and this is, but she's had it three times. In her experience, once it starts to get better, it takes only a couple of days to return to normal. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm happy that it's not, it's not, uh, not that it's not serious, but that it was... Because when you sent me the text that you had Bell's palsy, I'm like, I don't even really know what that means. I thought yeah. that half, like what Lori thought, I thought half of your body just goes completely yeah. gone. Like you no. don't, don't it's feel just it. The, it's just a facial thing. What I, what I learned is we have facial muscles. Well, yeah, we have muscles that are pretty much around here. So they control bizarre things. Oh, so the tongue, remember I was talking about the taste? That is an yeah. early sign for some people of Bell's palsy. Within mm. 48 hours oh. after their taste changes, they, they get the symptoms. Astute girl has a different thing. She gets like a pain behind her ears, um, oh. which is also very common. Um, and so, uh, so but I didn't know what it was. I just thought I burned my tongue. Why would I think I'm yeah. gonna get facial paralysis? You know. So and with, um, the, with the change in taste, I would automatically go to COVID just because I know that that's a symptom for some people. Yeah. So I would have been freaking out about that. Well, that's funny that you say that. What, you know, I've been trying to retrace my steps how I could have got it because it's viral or they don't know it's viral. And there were a couple of days last week on Wednesday and Thursday where I kind of felt like I was maybe coming down with something, maybe, you know, 
But then it never materialized. So I figured, uh, whatever, allergies. I think it Luke cursed you, probably. I think that's what happened. You know what I bet it is? You know what I bet it is? You're right. I bet Luke made a voodoo doll. And somehow, yeah, and he probably poured like starch on one half of the voodoo doll. Yeah. (laughs) You know? And uh, yeah, so maybe that's what it is. Anyway, uh, what's going on with you guys? Lori, what's been going on? You and I, what's funny is Lori and I have stories. Jay and I have stories, and we can talk about those right now, unless you guys have other stories you want to talk about. No. Well, what's your guys' story? I don't know. What you. What do you guys have? What story do we have? Uh, so, very wonderful uh, uh, fan of the show, Travi Cosmo, sent me a oh, box of right. presents. Okay? And had all these little gifts in it, because I said, no one ever sends me gifts. And by the way, I'm sending Travi Cosmo some very special gifts. In return, I'm mm-hmm. sending him. It's the food that you scooped out of your your mouth pouch. Yeah, I'm gonna send him the Joe Batanz pin, which I'm gonna be a limited <laughs> series. You know what, Lori? I know <coughs> he's gonna get some of that food, and they'll pop. I'm also gonna send him some Bell's palsy. And uh, <laughs> it sounds delicious that it goes on top of pizza. Yeah, and uh, and yeah. So anyway, so uh, but in the package though, in this wonderful box of gifts, there was one for Lori. And out of respect, I'm not going to open it. But I'm going to be honest with you. I was a little nervous. By the way, he sent me amazing gifts. But I didn't know what was in this package. So I was a little nervous. I'm all, what if it's better than anything he got me? <laughs> you know? Oh, it had Lori's name on it. It, had, it said, please give to the goddess of glitz, glamour, goth, and gore, and some other things in there, right? And um, was there anything for the third host of the tea in there? Or not, no, because it's not about you, Jay. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> But I God. think if, if anybody I'm going to mute my mic. If anybody wants to say, you know, here's the funny thing, Lori, is I'm going to say this, and, and like all the fucking thirsty ass afterthoughts are going to send. Like I'm going to get a ton of packages for Jay. But if anyone wants to say send Jay anything, send them to Jay Ellis care of after. No, just send it to Afterthought Media because the the post office might get confused. Send them to Afterthought Media. Attention, Jay Ellis at P.O. Box five one two five Diamond Bar California nine one seven six five. Anyway, and I want to say it's not necessary. So please don't, please don't but do that. Even just him saying that means it's necessary. So anyway, so I was very afraid that this gift was going to be better than anything I got. So I wanted mm-hmm. her to open an ASAP so I could be angry. So, but I didn't want to drive all the well, way. Well, that's what happened. God smited you with freezing half your face because <laughs> you were so. <laughs> Ah, uh, if only I believed in God. <laughs> well, look, this isn't and, enough. Well, yeah. what's funny is that the real joy is for you get to see me laugh and only one half of my face laugh. I'm basically the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Well, you know what? You could use that as a plus because if anybody says something, you could say, I only found that half funny. So I'm half <laughs> laughing. <laughs> so anyway, um, so I had a bet with my parents. It's not even worth getting into the bet, but whether a supermarket and Anaheim was nicer than one in La Habra. So I wanted to go win the bet. I didn't win the bet, by the way. I lost. And it's right by Lori's house. So on the way, I said, I'm going to drop off your present. I'm on the phone with Aiden on my AirPod Pro. We're talking to the walk of the driveway. And from her ring, Lori, do the song that you were doing. Oh, I, well, I, because Joe was like, I'm five minutes out. And so I was on the toilet, so I, I couldn't meet him. So I went... <laughs> This is all great stuff. 
Joe's, Jay's loving this story. Uh, so I have a ring. So I was watching the video waiting for him to pull up. And as he's walking up the driveway, I go, bam, 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 as he's walking up the driveway. I thought it was stupid. Aiden but- thought it was the funny. I, it literally, all the way from Lori's house to the supermarket, he could not stop laughing. Like, I'm literally like, okay, it's, okay, it's not that funny. And then he's just... Still laughing, thinking it was the funniest thing ever. But I, I dropped off, and and we if you if you go to Just Between Us Girls, if you don't have it, Lori, what did you get? I got socks, pickle socks. With pickles oh, those on are them. those are so cute. They are very cute. Yeah, but I was happy because I got popcorn socks right here. I have mine right here. Oh, you, oh, they look like the. Uh, like the vintage popcorn boxes that you'd get at like a movie yeah, theater. Those are yeah, really cute. You know what's funny is I have a ceramic popcorn bucket that has this design. So I'm going to mm-hmm. wear those socks while eating out of um, that popcorn bucket. Anyway, I'd love like an Instagram post of you guys just modeling them. Oh, yeah. We should do that, Lori, after COVID. We should. Yeah. We should. Anyway, and so then the next day I was like, you know what? And it had to do with doing a show with Lori where she's so talented as we know, she is an icon in Los Angeles comedy and improv. Mm-hmm. And I just realized I can't keep up with her. We were trying to do a bit where I was Gaga and she was the um, patient, the, the assistant. Yeah. And I wasn't c- able to keep up the scene. You, were, you did great. What are you talking about? So I said, is there a book out there that will teach me how to do it? And she goes, actually, yes. There's one from UCB. I own it. I will let you borrow it. And then, so then I went, the, ne- her, the next day I went to her house and picked up, yeah, here it is, look at this. I have the UCB handbook uh, for, and Lori said if I just read this and practice this, I probably won't need to take a class. I am, but this is what a fucking I mean, nerd, this is what a fucking nerd I am. I want to read this and master this and then take the class and pretend I've never read the book. <laughs> I just so you can excel. Wait, Lori, what you I do that. I did that. So, uh, UCB has this thing where after a couple of years, your classes sort of retire. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you want to join a Herald team, if, you know, like now I've taken like the entire program twice, I would still have to go through part of the program because yeah. they, they retire the classes. So the first time that happened, I went through the program again. I started at level three and I was like, I'm not going to tell anybody that I have done improv before. <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna let them see how great I am. Didn't happen. Nobody, oh, really? nobody was like, "Oh, you're amazing." Oh, well, you also have to remind yourself that these are all assholes who think that they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. So they don't give a shit about you being a, being able to master anything. Mm-hmm. They, they're just jealous of you if you get it faster because they're like, "I want to be funny." Yeah. So. What was your, while we're here, what was the biggest difference between UCB and Groundlings? Character? Uh, I would say, oh, you're talking Lori. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've read one chapter, Joe, but what can you tell me about yeah. UCB? Yeah. Well, I would say for the most, I mean, I think the thing that you have, that we all have to Wait, realize. Excuse me, excuse me. Lori, can you do me a favor? Because not everyone's going to know what Jay's talking about. Can you explain the what he's talking about as well? So UCB Theater is an improv theater that was created by Amy Poehler and a ragtag group of guys. Yeah, who you pro- people probably don't know, but well, they might uh, know Matt Walsh. He was on Matt Beat. Walsh. Yeah, uh, Matt Besser. 
Matt Besser, and Ian, Ian Roberts. Roberts. Yeah. I only know and, the other book right here. <laughs> so, uh, Groundlings was created, I want to say in the 70s. Yeah, that sounds right. And it's basically housed like some of the most uh, iconic uh, SNL people, like Kristen Wiig, uh, Sherry O'Terry, uh, uh, Will Ferrell, you know, just a, a really any kind of any person that you've seen have a really uh, interesting and fun character, they've come from Groundlings. Mm hmm. The thing is, improv, if you look at improv, when you look at the, the, when you, when you see the great performers of all those theaters, uh, performing, it's pretty much all the same. Mm -hmm. I mean, they pretty much do the same thing. Okay. Because I think good improv basically is just about heightening the scene and the relationship and blah, blah, blah. But they come at it from different things, different ways. So UCB is very much game. And what game is, is the interesting or unusual thing of the scene. So, for example, if we were in this scene, the game might be that I'm taking an unnecessarily long time explaining a short point. You know, that might be the game. Yeah. And so then you guys would heighten that by asking me even simpler questions. And then I would go on more of a long, you know, rant. Yeah. Or the game could be that Joe has Bell's palsy <laughs> or Joe, you know, Joe's faking Bell's palsy. Or some, you know, something yeah. that like that, mm -hmm. or that we don't know Joe has Bell pa Bell's palsy, and you know we're trying to guess, and we're, we keep saying that he's having a stroke. Mm -hmm. So that's the game of the scene, and the way they do that is through is they want to get to that game as soon as possible. So they they even say you should be able to find the game within the first three lines of a scene. So if J Jay and I were in a scene, I they have an initiation line. Jay responds, I respond to Jay. Boom, that should be the game. Then we then we create the scene. Hold on for a Round second. Me. Do you think what would you need from me for you guys just to do a few seconds of it? Oh, I mean. Oh, but Jay didn't take terrible. UCB. Jay didn't take UCB. I haven't done this in a while, so it would be terrible. But I mean, an initiation line. It would be something like, uh, you know, um, hey, uh, uh, like I would have to basically have the game in mind. Yeah. So I would be like. Um, Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me here at this interview. I'm real nervous. <laughs> this is my first time interviewing since the pandemic. So I should stop talking. I hope I do a good job. Okay. And you're quite, you, you go first. You're the interviewer. You, it, yeah, I, I hope you're not nervous. It's common. We haven't had a lot of people coming in here, but, um, you know, go ahead and get settled in. Oh, God. Have you killed everyone? Oh, is that why nobody's coming in here? Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, dear. oh, oh no. No, yeah, no, you, that would be weird. <laughs> You, you went to a. a I just said a weird thing. You went to a really dark place there. Um, okay. I go to I go to a lot of dark places. That's where I sleep at night. But up bum. Uh oh, jeez. Oh god, I'm ruining this. I know. You know what? You asked me a question about business, and I'm going to answer. The, yeah, the I think this will be better if I talk a little bit more and kind of give you some yeah. time to get settled. Definitely, in. definitely. Yeah. Just one more point. I'm not wearing underwear. Uh, whew, oh God, okay. why did I say that? Uh, oh dear. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, here, obviously, Lori. <laughs> yeah. So Lori's. I'm railroading. I'm ra literally railroading this. So, cause as you see, like, I'm just trying to show like a very, 
this obviously I would have to give Jay more time to develop his character because he would need to be able to react to me. And the fact that I'm not giving him any time to figure shit out is, is rail, called railroad. I think what I but learned I from this, but I think what I learned from this is I'm so much better than Jay. I've never taken a class because immediately I was going to be like, okay, calm down. You know, this is, you know, it, it's just a job at a daycare, you know, yes. or like to kind of I give you the. That, I think the thing that's really good, Joe, is that you're learning that you need to judge other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and, that's and how I learn. Yeah, I think that's that. That's what you do. Yeah, I would no, watch. So, yeah, I go like, oh, I'm so much better than that person. <laughs> and I can and, say that for Groundlings, they they want like 15 to 20 seconds of nonverbal character first mm-hmm. before you even say one word. So yeah, if you know if they give a suggestion of a person in a place, then if it's like a um, ice cream scooper, you could be like. Yeah, and you know you're you're okay. I'm gonna give it to you. A hairstylist, a hairstylist. You're a gay hairstylist in a very conservative uh, hairdresser shop. Me? Mm-hmm. And this is Groundlings. So, mm-hmm. I, but if you're going to be a gay flamboyant hair, you still have to like show yeah. your character. So I'd yeah. be shimmering. You know, doing my shoulders and. <laughs> and then the if I if I was the person giving the haircut, this, see this the problem is, is this is all visual. If I was the person, yeah. giving, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, doing the the Just crossover. Like, the, oh, yeah. okay, because that person's really conservative. Okay, Lori. Then I would know, I would let them know that like this is going to be the dynamic. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. but the so the the thing with UCB is that character character and relationship and all that stuff are really just kind of secondary. You yeah. don't need them yeah. to find the game. I mean, they help. They really do. And if you watch people who have been doing it a while, they use that because it enhances the game and makes it sustainable. The scene that Jay and I did, that's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Because again, I railroaded. I didn't let Jay get out a word. I mean, we know we're interviewers, but we don't know for what job. We don't know who he is, how long he's been at the company, you know. All that's all that stuff just helps enhance the scene. Character with groundlings. The problem with gra- one of the downsides to groundlings is that groundlings you could have two people. You could have us doing that hair thing, but we're not really going anywhere. You know, we're not really doing. It's just two characters kind of just live it. So it's just kind of there's like a little bit of a stalemate there. Mm-hmm. But again, when you see people in groundlings do shows. They have a game. Even though they don't call it the game, they have a game of the scene. Mm-hmm. And then they play that game. So personally, I think that uh, basically if you look at like um, a wheel with spokes on it, mm-hmm. a wheel with spokes on it, uh, Groundlings is characters in the middle, right? And all this other stuff, relationships, you know, scene work game mm-hmm. blah 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 it's all around mm-hmm. and ucb the game is in the middle and everything else is on the wheel so oh, interesting i'm glad uh, i asked now <laughs> yeah thank you jay <laughs> now jay I mean, we ahead. could also bring an ios in this because i still don't fucking know what their ideal is i yeah. still i went through all of that shit i went through the whole entire program and i still have no fucking idea what they're about but I.O. was a pretty... That was a Chicago-based one, too, isn't it? The Improv Olympic or whatever? Yeah. yeah. So that's, I mean, I think that's, They're one of the originals, too, right? I mean, Chicago. Like, they're not, like... And that's, yeah. like, a Tina Fey. That's Seth Meyers. Like, I know that there's a lot of SNL alums who went there, too. Yeah, well, they... But they pr- also did Second City, too. I yeah. think Stephen yeah, Colbert, maybe? Stephen or, Colbert's Second City. Okay, yeah. Amy Sedaris. Yeah, the, that whole group came up together, too. Uh, with Andrew Richter. With- yeah. 
the problem with IO West is there's rarely ever, I would say rarely ever, a person who hasn't done multiple. Th- if they do IO, they've done another theater. They've done Second City. Well, they've done, you know. McQueen was part of the company. What was it called? Acme? How was that? Oh, you know who did that? Somebody from Mad TV. That was um, that was a big yeah, Mad Horst, TV Alex line. Alex Horstein. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicole Sullivan did. too. I think. Oh, really? Yeah. I never did Acme. I I was going to take some classes there, but I think they moved or something happened. They're out of I business. Never did Acme? No, I know they're out of business now. But I'm saying when they were around, I was going to take classes, but I think like something happened and they had they moved or something. Yeah. And I was just at the like, one on La Brea. That, yeah. yeah, the one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, that got bad. I mean that that whole theater has had a weird turn because that got out by like Adam Carolla. Like yeah, or like Yakov Smir wasn't he like didn't he own own that theater for? There was a, while? a lot of weird and- things going on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, let's talk about me and Jay. I've held this story now for uh about two weeks. It happened right after I saw Jay. And I was going to the post office. Jay and- was going to the post office, and um. So Jay, I want you to tell the story. My friend John Paul, who's since become friends with Jay as well. Yeah. Uh, had a birthday and we did a little, little their BFFs. Yeah. Um, we had a little birthday celebration here at my parents' house for Jean Paul. And because Jay hasn't had his turn, I mean, unless Jay has anything else to talk about, like, do you want to talk about your experience at this birthday party and what? I have my own versions of it, but. Uh, there's a little birthday yeah, thing. We can yeah. talk about it because it's very, it kind of echoes. I think it was our first episode back for the tea, actually. It was, um, we knew that we were going to see each other. So this time it was at Joe's place. So we had, Joe set up everything really nicely. So he took a page out of my book. He tried I to did. hustle the hustler. I did. I sure had, did. Yeah. Had uh, plates, knives, forks, everything set out for us already. He got the food. Uh, Paul and I brought the cake for John Paul mm-hmm. and we were going to have everything outdoors. So we knew kind of what the situation was. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know. Like, what else? What else do you want to say? Just well, the one thing I was. do want to say, JL is a master storyteller. I do want to, <laughs> like, everyone knows rack on. I don't. I mean, I, I don't add the flourishes because I feel like if somebody trips, Joe's like, and then a wind picked up, and then like a pebble just rolled into their path, and I saw the foot kind of turn a little bit in, like I knew they were going to fall. Yeah. Well, <laughs> can I say that Joe did invite me? That's true. He said, hey, we're having people over if you want. And as soon as, I mean, I literally barely got out no. And he was like, good, I didn't want you to come. <laughs> I thought and, about if you were going to be there. No, she said, was, she goes, no, I have right. homework that I could clearly do later, but I'm going to do now. And I was like, what? <laughs> so that's a no. And then uh, uh, as I, as he hung up the phone, I went, I hope half your face phrases. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are and well, here we are my hesitation always comes with because there's friends i haven't seen since the very beginning of this but i know that with joe like it's always going to be uh we're outdoors with masks unless we're eating mm-hmm. and we're so far apart that i never feel like we're at any danger if anybody were to have anything um but yeah it was it's a it was nice because uh, paul and i got there a little bit before john paul so we picked out our spot mm-hmm. and then john paul shows up with his what are they boyfriends just sure, part, yeah partners mm-hmm. okay boyfriends yeah uh, and I think that the audience would know mostly that John, Evil John, is his nomer, comes with a um, Ken doll with two outfits, like in his hand. So he's he's primed and ready to show off. Wait, Wait what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait. He walks. So three three arrive. Yeah, John, a John, Ken Paul, doll and Ken. with with. Okay, can someone you in the Discord find me? To- 
Yeah. Can someone in the Discord find the pictures and put them in, uh, uh, move them up? Go ahead. So Lori can see. But go ahead. You were going to invite me to a party with a grown man that carries around a Ken doll with changeable outfits and not tell me? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to say, but Ken was the focal feature of the table. Like he, he was standing there watching over us eat and yeah. contributed to the conversation. He had a, a wardrobe change in the middle yeah. of our conversation. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. But Jay did comment that there was a difference in evil John's demeanor from the first time they met to this time. Yeah. Um, now I know Paul was not super pleased with evil John at the Palm Springs, uh, you know, fet, you know. But uh, what was Paul's opinion of – because Evil John was a lot more animated and outgoing this time. Did he have any difference in opinion? Well, I don't think Paul had an opinion about him in the Palm Springs thing. He, I, I think he was – I think what set it off was that Paul was offered a magazine and Paul and I are not touching people's phones or magazines. So that's, I think, what was the impetus for that. But we, I think what made the difference was Evil John. We were asking him about work, like things that he was doing when he worked – um, like for Curb Your Enthusiasm and for Tim Burton, I guess he did Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. And I think that I saw him really become passionate, like talking about stuff that revolved around him and his world. And I think he just wanted to to talk about himself for a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was the difference. I think he just really liked being in the spotlight. I get that. So yeah. my parents have a table. I was just telling Aiden the story yesterday. They have a table that just by coincidence is six feet square. Okay, it's actually 36 feet square, but six by six. Okay, okay. So if you're sitting across from someone, you're six feet apart from them. Uh, you know, so we're sitting, this is where we're sitting, and it's right. My, my parents have this, I wouldn't call it elaborate, but it's a fountain with water streaming down in different levels. And a, is there a Virgin Mary there, Jay? I could just look right now. Right yeah, I, I feel like she's, she's with us while yeah, we're there. Yeah, the Virgin Mary's there, and there's, rocks with people's names on them which funny story about that one time i was looking at the rocks and they have like all the loved ones in the family like people that have passed on my brother and his you know my nieces all have a rock my brothers and his wife have a rock everybody's rock no joey rock and i look at random people their neighbors alton and gloria have rocks everybody has a rock i go they're like, oh, you're lying. And they look and they go, oh, there really is no Joey Rock, right? <laughs> Your rock was thrown over the wall. <laughs> and then the next week they go, oh, look, here it is. It was here the whole time. And I was like, fresh paint. Fucking fool. Yeah, I know. So they're like, they come in with their marker. hands. Yeah, yeah, their hands are all like yeah. black from putting on the marker. Anyway, like- <laughs> uh, so, you know, I will say, and I was telling Aiden how funny this was, I will say, that you know, you got we got a fair amount of birds, especially in the morning, flying around. I don't know what the fuck was going on. Maybe Jay and Paul brought it or whatever. We were sitting there. It was like fucking goddamn, like a, a Disney cartoon. Like <laughs> Alfred birds. Hitchcock, the birds. <laughs> yeah. Well, you probably had food outside. They were probably like, oh, food. no, they didn't go near the food, but they were like going in the fountain and washing themselves and frolicking in the water. It looked, it looked like a fucking. I was like. I didn't. I wanted to take credit for like this always happens. I've never seen that happen in yeah. my life. Maybe, maybe a one bird, but it was like multiple birds. They were frolicking in the water and playing. And it was almost like a scene out of like like I wanted to go like <laughs> and a bird goes on my finger. You know, they start folding our napkins. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> placing it on our laps. You know, I'm not even being funny. I bet you, Evil John summoned them. I could see him having something where like. They, uh, he, birds just follow him. So, uh, another thing I want to say is, um, 
So we have the the, the little affair. It was very nice. I had a very good time. And I, what I love about our what I love about our get-togethers is there. I, I, this one was what two hours, three hours? What was it? Uh, about two, I think. Yeah, but they're so short. They're so short. You know, they're one and done. You know. And so, but so Jay leaves appropriately, and and John Paul. I would say John Paul and Jay were probably here the exact same amount of time because I would say the John stayed about as much longer as Jay was before they got there. But I will say the entire time, the reason they didn't leave right after Jay was Evil John was taking the Ken doll to different places in my dad's backyard or our backyard and posing the 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 Ken doll in different positions. And like I should hanging out with statues by yeah, the fountain. Yeah, yeah. What's funny is John Paul sent me one of the pictures and it's very cute. I think I posted it in the Discord. And I showed my parents and oh my parents were so amused. They loved it. They're like, oh, did he take any more? Please show us. So I asked John, I said, My parents loved it. John's like, I don't think your parents want to see him. And so he sent me the picture, and it's like Ken fucking the statues. <laughs> No. Yes, I I gotta find the picture, but yeah, like Ken fucking the statue. I'll put I'll post them in a bit when I'm done with the tea. And so they're like, "Did he send more pictures?" I'm like, "Oh no, he just took that one picture." <laughs> I didn't know that happened. Yeah, yeah X-rated. Yeah, yeah X-rated pictures. Yeah. So uh, it was a fun time had by all. It was there were no magazines, but yeah, Jay is right. Like I think, and I you know I actually talked to John Paul about it this morning. But I do think that there's some sort of social awkwardness on Evil John's part. And so I think the doll is sort of the totem that he needs to distract him from that social awkwardness. It, yeah. It gives people a, a reason to talk to him and engage with him, but he can also focus on the doll and not and sort of close off if he needs to. Would you get that same sense, Jay? Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that it's a um, comfort, like a security blanket. Like just a, you know, it's it's to help. Uh, maybe we just like keep his hands busy. And yeah. I'm telling you that he really did change the outfit multiple times just to kind of give different looks to Ken. So I think yeah. it was. I, and I, I asked you, I'm like, was that for our benefit? Like, was he doing that for us, or was he was Ken telling? Like, you know, was was this for Ken? Uh-huh. And do you know? I don't know. Do you have an idea? Uh, no, I think he. I think I think John Paul would say he was doing it for um us. To get, well, what, I appreciated it. That's what John Paul was sort of talking about, was that that's his way of... Um, I could have sworn well, I posted the picture. Did I put it in this Joe Batance? I might have put it in just Joe Batance. But that guy th- is officially going to murder everybody. I'm just letting you know right now. I called it. So when he murders you, mm-hmm. be like, oh, Lori was right. So. Um, I don't know. Uh, okay, I also post... Other- I wanted to talk about one thing. Is oh, I, I, I found the pictures. The- I found the pictures. Okay, go ahead. Oh. In the T, Lori, I had this experience where I put it in the T um, Discord. I'm not there, and it was a, I think it was like last week. But I posted a screenshot of my recent phone calls from a day, oh. and it was jo- <laughs> it was Joe Batanz ten thirty, Joe Batanz eleven thirteen, Joe Batanz twelve, Joe Batanz one forty five. Wait, but that I saw that I I I was amused, but I, and to use a term here. You were definitely Joe Batancing the situation. What I mean is <laughs> three of those calls at least where I was in the drive through at McDonald's. First of all, I'm putting that beautiful cake that Jay and Paul bought a beautiful cake at uh, Porto's. And I'm putting a picture of that cake right there. And then I'm going to put the pictures of the Ken doll and whatnot. 
That wasn't from anywhere. We hand baked it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Um, and so, um, uh, oh I, I didn't want it to be true, but it is. No, it's a hundred percent true. Are the pictures? Oh, okay. Now I'm seeing them. Yeah. Yep. There we are. Or there, there's, there's Ken. Yeah. And you can see that he's in two different outfits. Yeah. And that's Evil John. That's Evil John. Yeah. And then who's the one guy next to him? Ken. That's John Paul. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that's not a real person, Laurie. That's Ken. It was the Topo Chico flavored. <laughs> the Topo Ch- had several oh. flavors. It had lime yeah. and tangerine, a new flavor. Tangerine uh, was good. Have you given it a try, Lori, yet? The Topo? No. Okay. You know, I'll I be honest I'm... with you, Jay, and I'm experiencing it now. It's hard to find the flavor, the, the line specifically, Topo Chico. It's it's the most popular flavor. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, and, what was the reason you called uh, Jay? No, we were. I time? was talking, and then I was in the drive thru. I said, let me call you back. I'm dealing with this. <laughs> no, hold on. Oh, this is a joke. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. He goes. This is the important question that Joe had to get an answer to. <laughs> Do you and Paul have nicknames for each other? Oh, no. That is, this is an important conversation. This is an important conversation. Go ahead. Cause I have, I it, have a response was, for you. Yes. It was eight phone calls to um, find out if Paul and I – and then I answer. I go, no, not really. We don't really even like – we just go like, hey, hi, hello, hi, cutie, like every once in a while. Yeah. And Joe goes, okay, cool. Well, that's it. Phone call again. I don't really have anything to talk about, but uh, did oh, we finish up the on. conversation? <laughs> so let me tell you about this, and then we'll wrap up the tea. Is I'm going to tell you this. I have Bell's palsy, by the way. How dare you? Um, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to slap that face. <laughs> get the other get the other side numb. So uh, right. okay, so I was talking to Adam Vaught, right? Who is currently seeing a girl? Okay, dating a girl. And I don't know why this comes up, but I ask him, maybe, oh, you know what? I, we were just talking apropos of nothing, and I just, I just thought, I'd ask, I don't know why. I go, do you, I just couldn't imagine him doing it. Do you have a pet name for her, you know? And he was like, no. And I'm like, okay, you know, they just started dating, whatever. But he dated a girl that I knew, he dated for like three or four years, okay? And I said, what about you and Natalie? And he goes, no. And I go, you guys have never had a pet name for each other? And he goes, no, I've never, I've never, I go, not even, okay, I don't consider this a pet name, but I'll throw it in there. Like, not even babe or baby? No. Nothing. And I go. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, Lauren and I talk, have a lot of pet names for each other. Yeah. What's funny is Aiden and I pretty much just call each other babe and baby. We just do the standards. I don't even call those pet names. What I will say is Aiden and I constantly, I know that maybe that's why I want to read up on this book so I can get better at it are constantly engaging in some sort of improv scene or, you know, where I'm pretending to be a person and he engages or whatever, right? And, and of course, I didn't expect Adam to do that. So I wanted to see, I want to go, what other boring white guy do I, do I know? So I called Jay Ellis and Jay tells me, no, they don't use any kind of pet names. But you did say, Jay, that you try and engage Paul in some sort of improv game, but he has no, he wants nothing to do with that, right? Oh yeah. If I do a bit, he's like, Is this done yet? Like, are you done with your bit? Yeah. <laughs> he won't he won't participate. He doesn't see the game in it, no. So <laughs> I was talking to friend now, you know, he used to be Jay Ellis's friend, but now afterthought, official afterthought media personality and superstar Adam Salandra. And I go, You're boring white. 
Do you? So was this? This was a phone call to every person that you no, knew. No, 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 no. I was. This is not a phone call. I was just talking to Adam Sandler somewhere else, right? Yeah. Now you know what it's like. Yeah. Hey, you're a fat lesbian. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Do people really like that? I love the nightlife song. Yeah. <laughs> well, Lori, okay. did you vote in that? Well, you know, the, you know, Jay. In 2021, they took a new. Oh my uh, gosh. They Fake did. News. <laughs> They took a they, they on election day with the ballots. Lesbians were handed a ballot. Okay, and yeah, I didn't receive that one. Well, no, you're not a lesbian, right? Not yet. Fingers um, crossed. Uh, here it is, right here. This is what won, and it, it got overshadowed by Biden. But lesbians around the world uh, voted on election it got day. Overshadowed. Yeah. Here it is, right here. And this is the new official lesbian anthem for the Roaring Twenties. Here it is. Amy Stewart with Knock on Wood. Jay Ellis, it's a warm 60-some-odd degrees. Pretty warm for early March here. I heard it's going to be raining tomorrow right here. Clear skies right now, but those clouds are going to come creeping in right here on Afterthought Media. Wait. Oh, I thought that was going to be the punch there. Anyway, so the, les- the lesbians like a long lead-in. They, 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 a little foreplay. Well, they can kick Hello? off their Birkenstocks. Hello? <laughs> I've been on hold for 20 minutes. Hello? I think I have Bell's palsy. Or a stroke. Is this guy one alive? I believe this was a, a lip sync on Drag Race, by the way. It was. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Alexis anyway, Mateo got I was, the slowdown treatment. I was talking one. to uh, Adam Salandra. One hundred percent, he and his fiance Sean have nicknames for each other. Uh, in fact, and I go, he goes, like, "Yeah, that's standard issue, babe. Baby is standard issue." And I go, "Jay Ellis does not even have that." And he goes, "You're joking." He goes, "That is the most shocking thing I ever heard in my entire life." Yeah. I'll have a chat with Adam later. <laughs> the white guys need to bond together. <laughs> He'll be on my side after I talk to him. Yeah. Now, uh, Jay, before we wrap up for a couple of weeks, uh, any uh, final thoughts, any uh, final stories you want to share here? Um, Let me think. No, I don't have anything. Okay, Lori. I have no no exciting medical emergencies. Yeah, Lori, can you have a medical emergency by neck in a couple of weeks that we have something to talk about? You've been pinned, right? I have been. Yeah, yeah I've been pinned. So maybe I'll have some good news in two weeks. Yeah, you're gonna be, is it a national commercial? I can't say. But well, I'm not yes. asking. For, I'm not asking for the company. I'm asking if it's a national commercial. Yes, it would be. Oh, everybody needs in the case. If you guys aren't from Hollywood, like me and Jay and Lori. You don't know this. I think two of us aren't from Hollywood, so. <laughs> Lori, don't say that about Jay. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't know this if you land a national commercial, and it would you be the would you be the the focus of this national commercial? Yes. Oh my goodness! Would you keep your job? 
Yes. Can you hold the work, please? Do they do they think do they think um it's going to be like a, a series like because guys, this woman from this uh insurance what's that insurance progressive progressive that annoying you think Steph- oh. Stephanie Courtney. Yeah. She she is she has a lot of money. I don't know. I don't want to say she's set for life, I don't know what she does I with mean, her money. She's got she's got on tap flavored Topo Chico. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She, you th- mm-hmm. you're like what? The girl the from oh I don't know which, I hope she's, I hope she's saving her money, but she, she has a very, very nice living. Same thing with that Verizon guy. Is it, is it, do they think it might be a series or just a one shot deal? I think it'd be a one shot. But still, but guys, you guys think, oh, just a, let me tell you this. I don't know what Jay's doing. There was a, the husband of a friend of mine. He was an actor and he just landed all he was. You might remember this commercial. You might not if you're a certain age. There's a commercial where there's two broy guys talking in a diner. And they're talking about how there's this really fancy sports car. I feel like it's like a Charles Schwab commercial. And um, I don't know what they're talking about it. And then the waitress, it's her sports car. That's the sort of the punch at the end of the commercial. Like they wouldn't ever think the waitress is the one that owns this because she invested wisely. National commercial for something like that, right? He was one of the bro guys. He quit his waiting table job for two years. Yeah. He was just one of the bro guys having the conversation. He It was a national spot. Two years he didn't work. Very comfortably lived. Oh, wow. And then man. what did he do after two years? Started waiting tables again. Okay. okay. Well, you know, you think you think it's going to... Would, I wouldn't do that. I would still wait tables, right? But I, I should have brought this up. I'm actually really thinking it is not for money. It really isn't. I'm doing fine money-wise. Don't worry. But I was telling my parents today, I think just literally because I'm so anxious to meet people that once I get the vaccine, I might get a job. But I, And I think I would do well because I would tell them, I, don't, I want like 12 hours a week, right? At like Starbucks. I'm not even being funny. Like I just want to have like a fun job where you, I show up for two to three hours. Maybe That's not a job. You don't just show up for two to three hours. <laughs> Starbucks is a fun job? What the hell is wrong with you? I think the job itself, barista, is fun. I don't know if I'd like the customers. No, that would be my favorite part. That would be my favorite part. No, no. You would hate that. But you understand something. Here's here's why I think I would like it. It's a, so you realize you can't block the people who... No, but you understand something. (laughs) You have to hear hear me out. It's such a... I don't... I really don't need the money, Right? I really don't need the money, then and I would literally, and I would literally say I can't work Saturday mornings. I can't do the by any if, like if they wanted me like um, Aiden has to go in from four thirty to eight thirty like most days of the week. Yeah, for sure, I would a hundred percent do that. Would, and then well, have the rest of the, the customers, day. huh? Then you're not with the customers really because don't they open at like six? No, this one his, at least his opens at five. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And I would, I would, I would like, like four hours, four times a week, easy. I'm not doing anything. And I would, I would get to see people. I miss people. I miss talking to people, you know, and it would get well, me out of the house. Do what you used to do and just teach kids. I'll like, be honest with you. Prep. Yeah. That's a very good question. I think because of what's been not, not so bright before the pandemic, the uh, UC announced that they were going to get rid of the SAT. And everyone was like, oh, my God. And I think the pandemic just has put the final nail in the fucking coffin. We're, we're, we're in the last breath of the SAT and the ACT. Really? So, yeah. So. Well, you could you could do, like, you could be an aide 
I mean, they need AIDS like they Yeah, need, but here's you know. the deal is with SAT and ACT, yeah, it's good money, but it sucks my will to live. Like, literally, imagine, like, I go, I work at Starbucks, and especially since I don't need the money, I just go there, I don't care, I leave, never think about it, ha, ha, ha. Maybe, yeah, but you got to deal with assholes. Yeah. You don't think you deal you gotta, with assholes and tutoring? It's even worse. No, but what I'm saying is, is, like, there's going to be one person that's just going to, like, kill your will to live, and then you're going to hate the job. Sir, I said soy milk. Wait, hold on for a second. Yeah. Then you know what? Because I don't need the money, I quit. I, do, I literally, I'm not being funny. It's not like I'm trying to, like, save face, ha, 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 because half my face is frozen. Um, It really, it. this is not a money thing. It really. I mean, it, to be honest with you, I'd be shocked if you got hired. If you said you couldn't work nights and weekends. No, you can only work two hours a day. No, no, no I can work I, more I, than two hours a day. Here's yeah, what I uh, would do: the, the eight o'clock shift doesn't work for me. I have a uh, this Joe Batance on Afterthought Media. If you haven't checked it out, Patreon.com. Create, create that availability. Let me know what it is. Submit, and if you get a job, mm-hmm. I will give you a hundred dollars. No, because Lori, here's the deal: if it was a money thing, I would literally say, "Hey, can you get me a job at the NFL?" Right? Can I just stay at home? I want a no, job. I'm sorry, they're not really hiring right now. I don't care, but what I'm saying is, uh, I would, I could. It's easy to find those kinds of jobs. I don't want a job job. I want literally McDonald's, like Starbucks. Starbucks seems. I think they yell at you more at McDonald's and Starbucks. Am I wrong? Uh, I think I know what you want. What? You don't want Starbucks. You want the equivalent of a Starbucks, but you want to talk to people. I think you need to go to like more of a hole in the wall, like a mom and pop. Yes, sure. Coffee shop. Sure. You want like a, you want to be a barista. I don't know if because Starbucks people want to go in and out. If you mm-hmm. want a personal connection, yeah. I think you need a little bit more of a slow pace. People sit down for their coffee. Yeah, sure. Starbucks you know, isn't really known for that. And you know what? Actually, a mom and pop might be more open to me saying like, look, I, I don't. I'm not looking to. I'm not looking to be supported. You know, if you yeah, need me. Yeah. If you need help a couple hours a day or to open and stuff like that, I'm your guy. I don't really – I'm not looking for – this is just – I just want to talk to people. Yeah. And also yeah. thinking too, it would give me stories for this Joe Batanz. It would give me stories for shows. If I didn't have to go to cosmetology school, I would open up a barber shop. Why don't you just go to cosmetology school? Can you guys imagine if I open up – I was thinking I would open up in Malibu. And I think this would so hit the Malibu people right. This, this is what Malibu people look like. I would call the place Joseph Batance, professional barber. No, I'd want you to change your last name to like be Batance, yeah. like oh, you, yeah. for Malibu. It would yeah. be Batance, Joseph Batance. Um, yeah, but barber. No, Yosef, no. What you do? Joseph, Joseph Batance. Yeah, Jose, Jose Batance, Jojo, and then, Jojo Batance, Jojo Batance, and then I will put barber by trade. That, that it's that like hipstery like. <laughs> Oh, barber by trade. Oh my god! First off, uh, two things. One little delicious says Josie beat ants. That's a good one. Okay. I like that as a title. <laughs> That's a good um, one. Second, I think Raymers has the perfect job for you. What is it? Waiter at Hamburger Mary. <laughs> oh god! Now hear me out. Hear me out. Number one. Number one. Uh-huh. You would be talking to people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number two, you could destroy them from the inside. Yeah. Very, if somebody can, com- somebody complains yeah. about their food and he goes, "I know, I know, it's terrible." Yeah. Who, who in their world? Hold, 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 hold. You hold. should. Li- 
Yeah, you should literally tell them to leave. You should say, hi, guys. Hey, hey. And then, like, refund their money. Just yeah. be like, hey, guys, I don't, like, I'm not doing this for money. And I go, guys, you think this food is bad? Go on YouTube and watch this Camp One Kiki. <laughs> yes. <laughs> horrible <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna ask for a refund even though it costs nothing all right guys uh let's call it a day with the official uh theme song of um of the of the show here uh all right here we go uh it's, it's hard to find these things here um all right here we go okay Anyway, Lori, do you have any kind of uh, thing to plug? Yes. So, <laughs> please check out <laughs> at Bloody Podcast Patreon. And please check out uh, Bloody Podcast Instagram. Uh, Maria did a uh, Patreon qu- question mark to see if people wanted to hear me and Cash uh, watch Lifetime movies and discuss them. <laughs> and uh, some people said they did. So uh, I'm just saying I'm not going to do that. But if you would like to hear something else other than cinema, please uh, make a suggestion if you're a Patreon member. Oh, and, interesting. Uh, yeah. What an interesting idea, Lori. <laughs> By the way, I, I'm just... Kind of uh, I got out yeah, of I want to announce Jay and I are doing a new show. We're going to talk about female serial killers. And the crime mm-hmm. they commit. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's called Hemophilia. I'm just saying, I'm not going to do it. But I'm just so, so please go on the, if you're a Patreon member, please go on and have other, submit other ideas that you'd like mm-hmm. instead of cinema. Yeah. I was just saying that to get around. I'm, I'm going to call it Let's Talk About Murder. Oh, that's actually really good. <laughs> that's actually really good. <laughs> I kind of want that now. <laughs> oh, that's quick, actually. Quick. By the domain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jay, anything else for you? Uh, actually, yeah, I have something new. Not new, but um, I have, I think, six episodes that are already going to be on a release schedule every Thursday on YouTube called Review of Reviews, where I review uh, reviews from all around the websites of Yelp, GameStop, Amazon, etc. Oh, and really? I Sounds good. the review. I mm-hmm. wish that were an afterthought show. Why didn't you bring that to afterthought? It's just a YouTube. It's like oh, a visual. Oh, it's a YouTube show. It's YouTube. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um, it's like real quick. I think each episode lasts. It's less than two minutes, and uh, it's just fun. You gotta rate. Uh, there's a UCB one where a guy rates UCB, and he talks about how he there used to be an abortion clinic near the UCB. So you know, what, and he knocks the UCB for that. Yeah. You know what's really sad is Lori and I were two episodes recorded. In, I should release them, Lori. Actually. Of uh, a show called um, Breaking Legs, where we were where we were going to High School Musicals and reviewing them like they were real musicals. Yes. But the problem is that most High School Musicals are in the spring, so they all got canceled because of COVID. That was going to be our season. We were going to be like so busy March, April, yeah. May, and uh, that got canceled. But we'll when when we're back, we'll do it. I will say I have a new show that's eventually going to be on the public feed, but I'm going to. Um, be workshopping it on Afterthought called uh, Me the People. So look out for that in your feeds pretty soon. I'll be workshopping for a couple of weeks right here. But on that note, we'll see you guys next week with the official lesbian anthem.
Oh my god, Lori's dancing and saluting like a march and knocking on wood. Yeah. <laughs> 